Freedom to fly? Another way of saying freedom to run. And so it goes with the crew of the experimental starship Void Jammer. And the clock never stops ticking. Unpaid bills, old enemies, and a rifle crew nip at their heels as they strike out for the best area. Friday, Saren, Relora, and Ballad know that when work comes calling, you grit your teeth and bear it. Sometimes simple folk don't live simple lives, and these former cargo haulers turned merchant smugglers will discover just how complicated their future stands to be as they enter a dangerous game. No rules, no time, no guarantee of safety. Just another day on the job, far beyond the stars. Recording episode 35 of our amazing podcast today. Woo, 35. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. So we're at more of a halfway ish point in season three. How's everybody feeling? What are your predictions for where this is going to go? Oh, I'm just, I'm just curious. Slash, I want to know if you've got a better idea than I do so that I can pretend it's mine. I'm having a hard time remembering anything that happened, mainly because I was dealing with a really nasty stomach flu last time we recorded, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't. I don't remember anything. <laughs> this is my predictions: one, there's going to be a witch; two, there's a blonde peasant girl that. Oh, wrong pad cast again. <laughs> Angel. I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. That's fairy tale Angel. fix again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this is maybe okay. since Dustin doesn't remember what happened last episode, I'll just get right to the recap and we'll do this. We'll we'll hit this episode horde and then we'll chug we'll I'll, we'll revisit the question next time. Unless Heidi, you had a thought, you raised your hand. No. I I, I was making some motion that was just like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Agreement. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's, Let's go already. Go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're just going to go for it then since I'm I'm confused I'm confused about the timeline IRL, but I'm not confused about the timeline in our game. So, good for me. So, Dustin, last in the last couple episodes we'll just recap both of them briefly i think <laughs> you got a job from captain eshovayo fireheart who is a captain in the Vescarium, decorated soldier well respected and all things considered seems to be a pretty a pretty good guy and he's got you on the tail of a domestic terrorist called agavana Oathbreaker, who, according to Captain Fireheart, broke into a facility that harvests these these bugs called Zyapodes, and they they're ordinarily just harvested for the beautiful blue dye that can be extracted from their carapaces, but something else can be extracted from a small percentage of them as well. The makings of a very, very virulent disease called Hellfire Toxin. Which is a biological weapon that sort of burns people up from the inside. 
uh, there is no known cure. It is a terrible way to go. And you can infect people with it en masse very quickly, a lot at the same time. And Agavana is the only person that the Viscarium knows of that, that has successfully been able to weaponize it. So when all of these Zeopodes went missing, they just, they assume it's her. So they've put you on, on her tail. You've flown out to a settlement out near space. It's called Gascar 3. It's a planet that was settled by uh, Viscarium dissidents, people who didn't believe in the Empire and so attempted to establish a colony beyond its reach with a small amount of success. You have arrived to Gascar 3 to meet with Jask Viscask, who the Empire believes are the one that stole the Zyapides and killed several factory workers in the process. And you're there to ask Jask what's up and ask them where Agavana might be. I think that about does it as a recap, unless anyone has any any filler information that I am forgetting. I know we did, well, we like we, like I did it, but like with the party, you know, together, we had the underground knowledge we also had the captain do a kind of multiverse scan of the area. So I know we have a kind of a lot of like the what ifs because we were able, again, not me, but, you know, to kind of peek into the, the different iterations of what happened. Um, so there, that's, there's like a lot of clues, but it's like one of them of which one do you go with? Because that's just a possibility, you know. Somebody took a left mm-hmm. instead of a right. So this is what happened at the scene of the crime. And um, as far as like the lone survivor, there's like a lot of, wasn't it Sarah, is Sarah like busy on the conspiracy boards, like <laughs> typing up? <laughs> <laughs> I know we had like the conspiracy stuff going on too. I thought that was a neat element because Speaking for, you know, Miss Fanny with a military background, that's almost like I know it's setting off in my gut. So I'm going to just translate that to Miss Fanny's gut. Something doesn't pass a smell test here. I agree. But that's just like right. a little extra, I suppose. Because you you also, as I recall, you learned Ballad did a little digging themselves and discovered that Agavana Oathbreaker also uh, according to the rec- according to records died during the hellfire toxin outbreak as well yeah so we were talking about who did the cover up cuz she supposedly died at barandamana mhm but if you know which she it, it looks like if you know she's undead which is what friday saw in one iteration then she probably did die. <laughs> but then begs the question of who turned her into Borai. Is she actually Borai? Is that just one scenario and she's not undead? Like, who knows? Who knows? As Angel said, maybe someone took a left instead of a right. And that's just that reality. You have no way of knowing. Until you actually apprehend her yourselves what her actual deal is. So <laughs> we get there. 
sorry, we get there and they're like the vilest scum of the universe. We're like, oh man, we were rooting for you. You suck. We, we were rooting for you. <laughs> we were all rooting for you. How dare you? How dare you be so disappointing? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> So you are currently in Sonic Future. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I was looking through my notes frantically for a second. What what was the name of what did, what did I call this store? I don't remember. <laughs> and you're on you're in Gascari in Jask Piscask's store, Sonic Future. You have between Friday tripping all over himself on purpose and a little dust up you got into with a couple of Western style cowgirl androids uh, blown a lot of holes in Gask's merchandise. (laughs) Hey, I stayed as far back in the store as I could. Yeah. That's not our fault. <laughs> no need to cross your arms and get defensive. It's it's all it's all good. <laughs> you were mostly shooting into the back room. I I I lay the I lay most of the damage at the feet of the robots yeah. who were shooting at you. <laughs> yeah, good. It's um, not my fault. I only burnt up the back room. I only exploded no. the back room. So no one can be mad. No one can no be one mad, be mad at Ballad. Because God no but no God knows nobody ever uses a back room to store more instruments. Yeah, literally no. And you saw <laughs> you see me going supernova. You can't really get mad. Like you, come on. Come on, get real. Done. <laughs> get real. Oh my. <laughs> So you're all you're all in there. The the robots have essentially been melted between one thing and another. You're in the ruins of Jaspiskask's high end instrument store. What do you do now? <laughs> we were having a bit of a verbal tete a tete. All of it, like they were getting very angry. They were telling us to f off because uh, and Friday was trying to talk to them. And they were like, no, no, you came in here and exploded my store. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure we're all not having it. because. <laughs> so I imagine I imagine uh, Friday may want to we may want to play good cop, bad cop here and see what happens. Well, partner, I, I say you got some explaining to do. <laughs> okay, so to set the to set the scene, <laughs> charity charity Mark IV has just melted into the floor. <laughs> oh, that's right. And uh, the Rolora, Saren, and Ballad are still grouped up toward the front desk, oh. letting the dust settle. Jask has curled themselves underneath a table full of their merchandise, and. Friday, I imagine you, because you're so tall, have crouched down next to the table so you can get on their you can get on their eye level. Yep. And saying, you've got some explaining to do. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> they are side-eyeing Friday completely as they very slowly crawl out from under the table and stand up with their hands in the air. 
So off camera, I have a couple of things I have. I, I'm looking at my previous notes that I um like I have like set. Um, I did them so I didn't forget, but I don't want to step on anybody's toes or PYs or if that's what their character wants to do. So basically, this is kind of what I have lined up is um, I know the robots took some damage, but I was going to see if Saren could recover anything like kind of for to get intelligence. That's kind of like a one item to can I address them as you go? since you have them written down. Cause I, I, I have a question about that too, regarding the damage, because like I did go supernova, but the first one I only hit with like regular fire. Well, it's solar fire. <laughs> okay. My bad. I'm kind of a destructive creature now. <laughs> unfortunately, there's not much I can do about, <laughs> about what happened there. <laughs> it's just, it's just what you are. It's just kind of what happens now. I put mortified that we trust the store. So one of my bullet points is help repair the damage if time allows using mending. And then the other one is sweep for clues using detect magic. So let me just get, let me just kind of get an idea of what everybody wants to do. Okay. So Dustin, Dustin's talking to Jask and then Heidi, if you're on board with Angel's plan, Saren and Alaric are checking over the, uh, checking over the androids for, whatever might be recoverable. And Jess, what was it you wanted to do? Ballad is just going to hop over the desk and go to the front door to like put the clothes sign on (laughs) while we, (laughs) while we finish what we're doing. She's kind of doing like the sweep thing of like making sure the area is secure. She's doing, she's doing security officer business. (laughs) Okay. Well then I am going to want a perception check from Jess. I am going to want uh, Dustin. We can do a, do a little bit of a dialogue first, and then you can decide what kind of um, yep like talky talky role you want to make. And what exactly are Saren and Elric doing? It will determine what roles you make. All right, Saren. I oh my goodness, look at this damage. I, I don't know how far the dad is going to deteriorate, but. Can you work your magic on these bots here and see if we can pull any sort of information as far as any sort of intelligence is gonna is gonna help us uh, in our endeavors? Or can you can you work the can you work the magics? Um. Oh yeah, I can. I can definitely do what I can. Um. This damage seems pretty pretty big. So hopefully, hopefully, there's something left of their you know memory chips. Uh, for us to access, uh, Saren will probably go about this by. We'll first need to access in, or get to any access panels, and then try and try and jack in with your data jack to the uh, the memories of these bots, just to kind of see if y- if G can tell where to look on this melted scrap heap. You're going to make me an engineering check. Okay. Uh, and if Alaric wants to aid. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if he's got engineering. Yep. I rolled a 15 total. Okay. And I aid. Okay. You're checking all of this over. And it honestly, it just looks, it just, Ballad melted. Ballad melted these. They're misshapen. You really can't tell where a memory chip <laughs> might have been stored. <laughs> On, on their bodies. They are molten. 
They're honestly still a little hot. (laughs) Is this something that potentially if we took the the bots back to the ship, let them cool off a bit and had time to take 20 to to actually get into them and and do that, we could. And with the gobble help, maybe. That's a that's an option. You can always you can always take these back to Voidjammer and see if with the with the aid of the tech lab, you might okay. be able to get a little bit more of a boost towards figuring out. But but right now, as you are crouching on the floor, <laughs> moving melted metal around, it's it's a it's a non-starter. It's a no-go, even even with Alaric helping. Alaric, th- this just feels uh, they're they're a little bit too hot. I'm not sure how much data we're going to be able to get right now, but let's take him back to the ship and we'll we'll hook him into the tech lab and see what we can get. All right, that's a mighty fine plane. I suppose we came in here. Uh, uh, Stampede of Defrix is just coming into this shop. Oh, boy, howdy. I surely thought the captain was going to turn on their winning veneer and charm, charm information out of this this partner. Jess, what did you get for Ballad's perception check? I got a freaking natural 20, baby. So 27. Oh, starting strong. Very nice. Starting strong. Very nice. Yeah, you get the you get the place locked down pretty tight. You don't you don't see any threats. Everything appears to be completely secure. Those robots seem to have been the only the only security measure that has been taken in this shop everything else looks absolutely clean cool nobody no alarm was raised on the street everybody's going about their business you just pull those shutters down flip the closed <laughs> sign on and you could be pretty sure that you will be undisturbed perfect in which case she's gonna hop up on the tape kind of doing one of those jumping up and just scooting her butt back casually kicking her legs on the table behind jask just so that they're <laughs> just an- aware of her back there in a vaguely threatening sort of way. <laughs> yeah, I'm ho- she's hovering in such a way that she's like just within their periphery, just barely. Okay, just so they I will. <laughs> I'm gonna if Dustin decides to go the route of intimidation, I will. I will uh, let you may you may add two to his check if that's how awesome. he decides he wants to go. They saw you melt. Uh, the two robots that were in charge of their security <laughs> and you are a very intimidating presence. <laughs> it is uncomfortable for them. <laughs> <laughs> so turning now to Captain Friday and the hapless music store owner. I forgot what was the line that I said before every- everything else happened. You've got some explaining to do. Yeah, so uh, I I see how they react to determine what I'm going to say next. Their eyes are flickering over you, kind of nervously glancing back towards where a ballad is perched on the table behind them, glancing toward the staff office where the melted robots are, <laughs> and then just sort of do a slow slide over all of the broken instruments in the room. <laughs> As they are looking at all the instruments, I actually pick one up and do a mending on it and hand it to him and go, uh, I I can help with that, but uh, I still need some information first. They take the instrument and sort of clutch it to their chest like a stuffed animal or a beloved pet. 
their mandibles twitch a little bit. And they're like, okay, what do you want to know? Well, well, first off, what's, uh, what's, why, why for a music shop, you sure to see be awfully well, uh, protected there. I, I don't imagine it's because of the, the onslaught of rare instrument theft you have to deal with. Well, it is a it is a dangerous city. There's a quite a, a lot of a lot of criminal elements. It's not it's it's not I'm I'm allowed to hire my own security. And I push an instrument onto the ground. So rude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I know they I know because I know they uh are beating around the bush. Like obviously. I, I'm asking a very direct question that deserves a direct response. And so I'm not, I'm just kind of. Well, saying, I mean, you, Dustin, know that, but I want I, make a sense, do a sense motive. I, no, Friday knows this. I'm not, it's not a sense motive thing. This, you don't have armed guards in an instrument shop. It, that's just ridiculous. And they're hiding armed guards. If you were, if you were come, if you wanted a shop where people knew not to steal, you don't hide the armed guards. You put them up front, you know? So they right. were hiding. So well, he, he doesn't. Ballad is also saying from behind them. Ballad is also saying you literally said a few minutes ago they weren't. They had nothing to do with you. Basically, nice, nice, good remember, good memory. Uh, they <laughs> <laughs> they wince. <laughs> this is why we take they, no. <laughs> they they wince a little bit, and and you can kind of sort of see their head go. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. they don't. And they don't work, not for me. They they mm. they work for a um a company. Friday mm-hmm. pushed another mm-hmm. instrument. I the hired. Ground. Make me an intimidate check. By the way, Friday is doing this not because he's he's just having a lot of fun breaking these instruments. So there's of a little he bit is. of <laughs> there's some there's some glee involved, but I think that just makes the intimidation more scary. Uh, like, don't worry, I can smash instruments all day. I'm having a good time. Twenty two. Uh, and then there's an. Did you add the additional two from? Oh no, ballad. Twenty-four. Cool. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. They they stare at the second smashed instrument and like, okay, stop. Okay, stop breaking my stuff. Stop. All right. They set the instrument that they were clutching down on the table. They're like, it's it's more than it's more than my life is worth to actually tell you, but it's. If you're gonna melt me and or break all of my break all of my inventory anyway, I, I guess I guess I might as well. Yeah, I obviously I don't hide I I don't keep robot mercenaries. So what? What what do you want? Who are you looking for? Well there was a they were a theft of some Zyapodes a while ago. And uh you seem to be the only link to the person who might know how to do some dangerous things with those bugs. Fuck. <laughs> was really hoping it was about something else. She promised me. She promised me she would. Doesn't matter. Who's she? Agavana. Obviously. Agavana Oathbreaker. Okay, she came here a few weeks ago. She somehow figured out that I worked at True Blue a while back, retired. 
And you got to understand, like, I'm not, I'm not a, I don't break the law. I'm a good person. I, I, I follow the rules for the most, for the most part. And they look a little shiftily around the room. But, but she was so passionate and she, she made me promise. She made me, she promised me that she was doing good, that she would do good things with them and not make more hellfire toxin. And what, and I, She she says she's insisting. She she told me she was working on a cure. She took me to her base. She showed me all of these people who were who were dying, and and she's trying to she's trying to fix them. And she promised she promised me that she, that's what she was using it for. Did she say anything about who? Because Ballad has her um, suspicions now. Her hackles are up. Did she say anything about? how they got infected. No, she didn't she didn't tell she didn't tell me anything about that. And I swear I'm well, telling someone you. someone is lying. I don't here. suppose she had a red eye, did she? Uh-huh. Two of them. Uh two of them. Pale skin. She looked dead. But that's impossible. Where was this uh place that she showed you? I can't, I don't know. I can't take you there. I I swear she put a hood over my head. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know where we were. Uh, She put a hood over my head. We walked a little ways. It was cold. It was wet like everywhere else on this planet. And she took off the hood. I know we were underground, but I couldn't, I couldn't tell you where underground. Do you have any contact or any person we can... No, no, she sent um you see the the bots on the floor. There was a third one. Uh the five on her forehead. Uh that one collected the collected the bugs from me and, and took off. And I, I haven't seen her since. And I don't know how to get in touch with her. They get in touch with me when they need something. Okay. Do you keep a comm unit on you? I mean I ha- yeah, I have one. Saren, I, I don't have anybody's do have- number. So that's hold on. <laughs> Do we have a way, Saren, to perhaps track location data when they were taken underground? They never called me. Um, they took all my. No. They took all my stuff. They stripped me. I I didn't have. Oh, I, I had my clothes, but they took they took everything else out of my. They're very careful. Of course, of course. They, they don't call me. They visit. Hey. Oh, good. By the way, I'm not. I am. I am sorry for wrecking up your shop so much, but we're gonna clean it up. I'll help. I, I, for what it's worth. But you know, there. This is like a life or death situation. You understand that. Well, seeing how we made a mess, I suppose that's just the polite thing to do. Yeah, I, I really, I really do. I, I, I appreciate you cleaning up my inventory, but I'm, I've just told you, I've just, I've just told people who were after one of the scariest people I've ever met where to find her, and I'm, I'm probably not staying on this planet anymore. 
Like I've I've got to I've got to disappear. I got to go see a guy about a about a guy. Is there a way you can give me some kind of some kind of signal if if things go sour if, and I have to and I have to get out of Dodge? Oh yeah, I can get your bonfire login info and <laughs> <laughs> and let you know. Um, also, how much for the zithery do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we got some plans of action. Uh, Saren, why don't you take uh, these uh, bits of robot back to the ship and see if you can get anything from them. Maybe we might be able to get some information. Uh, Ballad, why don't you stay on lookout? And uh, Fanny and I will do some cleanup, I guess. And uh, we'll make sure you're protected there. And uh, And when it comes time for us to leave, we'll make sure we'll give you the signal when the, you're you're in the all clear. Okay. All right. That sounds That sounds like we that sounds like a plan. I have a fun idea. And Ballad is uh opening their arm to fiddle with their impersonation matrix. So I'm going to do my first uh not my first ever, my second ever disguise roll. <laughs> Yes! Oh, wow. oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> have you we'll put see points if this into, pans out. Have you put points into oh, disguise I, since... Yes, I was like, I'm really going to play into this as an aspect of my character. Even though it's basically a useless skill, I am going to do it. So I have plus seven. Okay. Okay, I got. I actually got a 25. <laughs> not, not as bad as it could have gone. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good roll. And um, the way they're disguising themselves, I didn't even bother to say, is as one of those security robots. (gasps) (gasps) That's fun. Captain. That's a fun idea. (laughs) Captain, can I borrow your hat? (laughs) Friday uh, very slowly takes off his hat, dusts it off a bit and go, just be careful with it. Passes it over to you. I will. No explosions, I promise. <laughs> Are you posing as Mark II or Mark IV? Oh, um, Mark IV. Or are you four. inventing a different Mark? Which one? No. Which one's, there was one that seemed a little more like the leader. Wasn't there one that seemed to like talk more than the other one? The one on the left. Which one was the one on the left? That was Mark IV. I yeah, would I'll say go Mark as Mark four. IV. Okay. All right. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> oh, I fucking love this. Okay, so where are you? Where are you posting? Where are you posting up? How are you staking it out? Are you going to stay in the store? She, yeah, she's going to stay in the store, and she's actually going to go into the back room. I think it's like best to play the part um, okay. of what she's supposed to be. I know. I think it's a, her. Her thought process is there's probably some degree to which Agavana and her people have grokked that something happened here and those robots are broken down however ballad is angling for confusion because if they come in here and see a pink android cat girl they're gonna immediately be like "Mm, that's Mm. bad um (laughs) even if i pretend i'm like browsing instruments or playing which was my other thought i was like i could be in here just like doing a mini concert by myself but i thought this was funny she's just Uh, a little too out of place (laughs) yeah yeah um so 
yeah, she she's going to try to confuse them because I'm sure it'll at least hold them up for a moment. And there's like little else, even if if she tried to play the stealth angle, that's not going to work. If she tries to act like just another customer, even if she does another one of her disguises like Big D or whatever, that's still going to make her stand out more than if she... You see, it's kind of like an overcomplicated, overthinking moment, but I kind of want to. I'm (laughs) I'm angling for confusion. That's (laughs) that is some fun, fun flavor. Uh, As Friday heads ahead, you go. uh, If another one shows up, uh, let's not blow this one up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I've learned my lesson. Sarah, you good to get back onto the ship? Your get to the ship yourself, or do you want some uh, help? Oh, no, I'll be able to get back to the ship. I, I figure I can just load up these bots onto the back of Jambike and make my way there on my own. <laughs> I imagine she has the zithery do like strapped to your back now. <laughs> <laughs> In its case. It's, <laughs> it's, it's sticking out the top of your backpack. <laughs> <laughs> you've gotten You've gotten a very special, like, dedicated... You know, how to care for it, how to clean it, how to tune it. <laughs> Instructions from a still mildly pissed off Jask, but overall they seem they seem to be edging closer to mollified. Uh, Jask, if anyone asks what we're doing here, just say uh, you had you had to hire some people to clean up the mess. And uh, that's what we're here for. Yeah, OK, I can do that. Yeah. Obviously, I'm good at lying because you you totally bought that security lie that I did. <laughs> well, you told on yourself a little bit, bud. <laughs> or it might have gone over better. Don't, don't be so sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, I'll note that for my next firefight. <laughs> Uh, I like you. If we hadn't come in here and busted your shit up, I bet we could have been pals. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So sideswipe while Friday, Friday and Alaric are cleaning up, cleaning up the store. Ballad is posing as one of the robots in the back room. And we're going to sideswipe over to uh, Saren. Heading back to the ship, getting in the tech workshop. What you, uh, what you gonna do? So, Saren gets into the tech workshop. Sort of, I imagine walking through the ship with with the remains of it, of one bot at a time over your arm, over your soldier shoulder. Mm-hmm. Over your shoulder. That's hard to say. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> uh, and, you know, eventually gets in and lays it out on the table. It's like, all right, let's see what's inside of you. Uh, and <laughs> pulls out, pulls out the uh, engineering kit that G keeps on your person at all times, uh, kind of laying the tools, you know, neatly in rows. And, um, has the hacking kit sitting ready, ready to go. And um, will 
take whatever take whatever she can from the tech workshop to to try and pry open the machines and see what she can find starting i think with the with the mark two okay uh starting with the mark two so do you ask for any help from calamity or from the gobos I forgot that Calamity is a character. I uh, just yeah, just uh, <laughs> Calamity. Calamity could potentially be of of assistance as as uh, they are an AI thing themselves. Uh, just that's a possibility. The Gabos also might be. They are um, experienced with uh, scrap, sure, and making scrap a viable machine again. So just just throwing that out there is yeah, people we might want to ask for help. Uh, Saren will ask both Calamity and the Gabos for help. Uh, I assume that she, you know, initially gets into the, into the Calamity, like drives up into the cargo bay, kind of whips Jambike to a halt and, uh, Fleegrebe is right there and she's like, hey, we've got some scrap. Um, if you can help, if you can help me try and see what data we can get off of these bots that'd be great also calamity uh if you're if you're open to it i could use your help as well one of the cameras turns slowly in your direction eyeballs like like just points down at the scrap metal in your hands well i i think i'm pretty sure i remember having an organic form the last time i was you know corporeal but i i'll do my best Okay. I'll be the I'll be the plucky comic relief while you try anyway <laughs> if if that'll help. Oh, and Fleegree I- <laughs> was like, I can be of much more help than silly old ghost in the machine <laughs> over here. <laughs> oh well, I think that you know maybe both of you have some something different to bring to the table. Calamity probably will need your help more once I get into the computer side of things and am doing working with the AI. I'll have you know, I am a professional computer programmer. She's got, she's standing like at your knee height. She has one very accusatory pointy clawed finger just waving up at your general, up at your face. Saren looks mollified, <laughs> just sort of sparkling lightly. Like, oh, uh, I, I'm... I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to imply that you wouldn't know what you're doing, but I was talking about the fact that Calamity doesn't have a physical form and therefore probably would be better at handling the the AI portion because they're also AI. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I would love to have your help with that. Anything you're willing to help me out with, Flea Grieb? She brings her hands back down and she sort of like fluffs out some imaginary wrinkles in her couture that she's wearing that she bought uh that she bought on Vesk 3. She's like, it's an understandable mistake. I know that I look too pretty to be good at computers. <laughs> Hell yeah. Everybody makes that mistake. <laughs> I've definitely had people make that mistake about me too. So we're just we're just bonded that way. <laughs> <laughs> I think we are. I, I like your I like your jacket. It really suits you. Thank you. I made sure that they I wanted them to add extra chains and other embellishments to it 
It was it was plain. Can you believe that when I found it? <laughs> Humans just they just don't know what they're doing sometimes. But they really but don't. I don't know what they were doing on on Besk three, but anyway, it's not important. Uh, <laughs> Probably so, tourists. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you wouldn't have been buying things from tourists. I don't know. It it doesn't it it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you take the scrap metal robots to the tech workshop. You lay out, you lay out all of your tools. You and Fleegrebe are poking at stuff. Uh, Calamity isn't able to really help during this part, but they are making uh, laconic statements while you attempt this. And I want you to make me an engineering check. So I was actually hoping to take 20. So take long enough that I to to get a to get an app. Sure, 20 yeah, on you've got you definitely you definitely have the time for it. So between between you and Fleegrebe and your engineering know how, and then once you actually manage to crack in there, uh, calamity as if more help uh, with the actual computer processing. But you are able to find you are able to repair Charity Mark Threes, and that is what you discover her name is uh, Memory Circuit. Great. Uh, I will take that memory circuit. I imagine, I imagine I'm pulling it out of the wreckage itself and pop open my comm unit to to plug the memory chip in and take the Great. data jack and plug it in to access those memories. Okay. Uh, can you make me a computer's check? Sure. I rolled a five for a 17 total. Okay. I'm going to say with both Fleegrebe and Calamity helping you, uh, we can go ahead and bump that up a little bit to a pass. Okay. On it. Cause the DC, the DC was 19. Uh, okay. But if they're, but if they're each helping you, then we will, we'll bump that up a little bit. Um, so, you are able to get the location of uh, Charity Mark II's point of origin. It is on. It is still on Gascar Gascar Three, so that's an encouraging clue. Oh well, that's nice. We don't have to travel too far to get there, and you know we might beat them to the punch. Is there anything else on the memory circuits besides just location data? You know that there was a Charity Mark II. There was a charity Mark One. You can see all of the specs for the previous two iterations. Uh, you know that there was a charity Mark Four at the store. You can assume that there will be more charities. Okay. Well, all right. So if this is all that I'm going to get, I think it's about time that I that I called the call the rest of the crew. Uh, how long would you say that took? Um, you had a lot of help, and you're a really good engineer. I, I don't I don't think it would have taken you longer than a couple hours. Okay. Once you got the memory circuit, it was really quick going. It was it was just it was just finding it was just finding it that was the problem in all of that scrap metal. You needed the right tools. Okay. Yeah. So uh we'll call up the captain uh on the on the comm unit and just Imagine it rings a couple of times before Friday answers. This Friday, 
Freddy, you don't need to t- say it's you every time you answer. I just know it's you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's okay. Um, I just wanted to let you know I've I've done everything I can with Charity Mark Three, and uh, so it looks like they're I've got their point of origin somewhere else here on Gascar Three, and um, there are probably going to be a lot of charities for us to work our way through. So. You know, we should be prepared for that. Okay. Uh, I guess we'll rally the troops and uh, head back your way. And great, great works there, Saren. Thanks, Captain. I'm always glad to help. You know, this isn't a charity, though. So if you have any payment for me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> any bonuses would be nice. Well, uh, considering you're a part owner of our our company, you get an equal share that I get. So, uh, give yourself a bonus. Give yourself a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Saren giggles, uh, enjoying your pun, and <laughs> and uh, so should I meet you back at the shop, or are you going to meet me back at the ship? I see. I, well, where's where's the location? Is it is it a, a we need to fly there or is it a we need to go there from here? Well, Waydan says. <laughs> uh, you receive a mystical communication from Waydan slash you are slash you check the location on your GPS. And uh, it, it looks like it is several hundred miles to the northeast. Oh, it looks like it's. Looks like it's going to be too far to, to 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 drive, so we'll probably want to take the ship several several hundred miles northeast. Okay, I'll gather the troops. Be there soon. Okay, side so like swipe, side swipe, whatever. <laughs> Star wipe. <laughs> Star wipe. <laughs> Smooth transition <laughs> to the next scene. <laughs> you. Head back to the boy jammer. You fly her towards the location that Saren was able to get out of Charity's memory circuit. You told Jask on your way out where where this was, and they were able to tell you that it looked to them like this is an island called Yule. Yule. Which is... Actually, they they seemed unsurprised to discover that that is the secret base that they had been taken to because Yule is a very small island that is the home to an abandoned temple of Weidan known as Liberator's Sanctum, uh, where Agavana has made her home. So... Jask, Jask also tells you that there's nowhere to land on the island. It's so small, and the temple takes up the entire perimeter of it. The only way to get there, and this was done very much on purpose by the builders, is to land on the mainland and walk across the Renunciance Bridge, which is a long path stretched out over a small channel between the mainland and the island, which the four of you after disembarking Voidjammer, are eyeballing from just after where you parked the ship. The bridge has no guardrail. It appears slick with rain over a stormy sea. The waves don't reach the bridge, however, so that's nice. It's a relatively calm day on Gaskar 3. 
On the other end, you can make out a temple building that has definitely seen better days. The parts of it you can see have collapsed in several areas, and it looks unstable and forbidding. What do you do? (laughs) This place looks unstable and forbidding. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know if I was going to be setting up some security, uh, I'd set up some snipers around here, here, and here. This is the only... uh, this is the only way in and out. Strategically, this is where you want to take out unwanted guests. <sighs> True. Um, how do we approach this, y'all? What would happen if we just blew up the the bridge? Then blew we wouldn't be able to get to the island, Captain. It's the only way in. Unless you'd like but to the, swim. But the- but then they would have to find alternative ways of transporting. And at that point, that would buy us. Nah, that wouldn't work, I guess. Well, Captain, all due respect, <laughs> you don't burn down the forest just to bake yourself an acorn. <laughs> uh, okay. Sure. Well, uh, <laughs> that's a saying, <laughs> probably. That gives you a querulous look, but then just move, brushing, <laughs> moving on. Uh, <laughs> You're an interesting guy, huh? Uh, so, <laughs> like, where's my binoculars? You uh, can you can retire this one, Valora. We don't need to see this one. Again. <laughs> you know, it's a back burner character. Uh, you're probably right about snipers or something of the the like security measures. I don't. We don't really have much choice other than attempting to. We pretty much have one way in, and uh, unless we want to get a boat, <laughs> I mean, the the other option is you you could use your uh, your 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 disguise, and we could be like you could be escorting us across the way. I guess that might get us somewhere, maybe. <sighs> yeah, I was thinking something like that, but you know, remember how that went last time? <laughs> well, last time you had a much lower uh, disguise check. Uh, last time i did what i was supposed to do and let the gm roll it this time i forgot and rolled it myself oh yeah that's right (laughs) that is supposed to be me i i'd only it only occurred to me when friday just said (laughs) well for some reason because you rolled and so that i was like oh so i clearly make an opposing perception check or something yeah yeah and so so that's what i did so i've got i i rolled a general a sort of general perception you know, check for anyone who you might not want to perceive you uh it kind of goes just, yeah i, th- <laughs> I thought i thought that, that intuitively way, made it? a little more sense i don't know um so uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna let that we're just gonna let that ride awesome we, thank you i i already i already rolled this. checks with the people who you might not want to see you in mind so <laughs> let's Love just that. we'll just keep going well <laughs> well we're at risk either way and we can take a make an attempt at um, fooling them while I'm still in this disguise because she hasn't switched out and she is still wearing Friday's hat. <laughs> Love um, <laughs> we can make an attempt like this, which is probably sa- slightly safer, as much safer as we're going to get. I think we don't, you know, I mean, and this is a group call, of course, but I don't think we have much choice here. So got some binoculars if anybody wants to. Give a look around, see here. Yeah, is there anything we can see, Galactic Mistress? 
You could make me perception checks. Awesome. Will do. I'll throw mine, but I will give my binoculars to our security. So that's a plus two. Um, oh, plus one. Plus one fire today. I got a 26. Jesus Christ, Jess. (laughs) (laughs) I rolled a natural 19. Ooh, boy. Smell like plus zero. What did I get? (laughs) Yep. That's my, where's my plus? Okay, um, I see Saren got a 13. Saren got a 13. Uh, a 9 for Miss Fanny. <laughs> I'm going to attribute that 9 to as I'm getting the b- binoculars out of their little little pouch. They see um, power bars that they're like, oh, y'all haven't eaten <laughs> in quite a bit. And just like passing it to um, different ones. The ones for Saren, I'm picturing, you know, the rock candy, the little rock candy, the, all the little gems all like stuck together. Right? They still make those yes. little rock candies? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's, that's Saren's power bar. <laughs> power <laughs> bar right there. Uh, what did Friday got? Friday got a good old-fashioned seven. A seven. <laughs> okay. Man, we're an observant bunch. <laughs> Through... <laughs> Friday uh, has never been the lookout. That's that's just the point. That's my job, which is why I got oh, the good score. Yes, yeah. thank goodness. Alaric, Saren, and Friday <laughs> don't see anything more than what I have already described. But Ballad, your android eyes can perceive so much farther <laughs> than their silly, weak, organic ones. And uh, yeah, you you see some drones on the other side. You see a suspicious looking pile of rocks on the other side that they just seem to be, they seem arranged in a a way that's not natural. It looks like someone did that on purpose to you. Yeah, they definitely got some sentry stuff going on. Uh, Some drones, which maybe... Maybe we can prepare to do something easy about that. I don't know what that rock pile is about, but there is a suspicious looking rock pile and she points it out. Hmm. I wonder what type of rocks those are. <laughs> That's a good question. They may not be How rocks tasty at all. are they? <laughs> Could that prompt a life science role as Saren and Alaric are discussing the sure. formation? Yeah, absolutely. You can make a life science roll. Probably physical science more than life science. More physical. Oh, physical science. There we go. Physical science. Boop. Hey, twinsies. We both got 16. (laughs) Oh, I can actually roll physical science. Let me roll physical science. I got a 10. (laughs) (laughs) Friday's having a rough one. (laughs) So... One of us should be the primary and then two aides. <laughs> what do your crystal eyes see? My crystal eyes see shit. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out all Friday's stats are in his hat. <laughs> 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 so you hang on to that so he can't make any more charisma checks <laughs> I'm the charisma guy now oh I love it as you put on the hat you're t- you go ding your teeth ding. have that little ting it's, it's, enchan- it's an enchanted hat 
<laughs> All right. Um, from where you are with your physical science checks, you can see that they they do look from here to be regular old rock boulders. It's it's granite okay. of some kind. <laughs> okay, not that suspicious. But it's definitely but it definitely looks real rock looks like real rock. It just it's just been arranged in a way that's not it's just been a, it's been it's just it's clearly been arranged. It's not it's not as haphazard as you know the temple caving in might have might have prompted in a in a natural way. I wonder if I wonder if this is some sort of entrance to a secret base like if you move one of the rocks it'll like suddenly turn into an elevator. Yeah. That'd be cool. I've a, I've always wanted to find like a secret elevator. Well, Let's find out. I think it's time we, uh, you know, ooh, Saren, do you still got the some of the leftovers from those robots just to make my uh, my disguise here a little more convincing? Maybe I could be like, hey, they killed my partner or something, that kind of thing. Yeah, but we probably should have talked about that back on the ship. Well, yeah, for sure. So you don't have anything with you? <laughs> I didn't bring the scrap parts with me no i think that fleegree was uh, making some art out of it <laughs> oh no worries i just thought i'd Sorry. ask no no I not th- your fault i didn't think about it early enough <laughs> that's also I'm definitely s- what's happening now fleegree is absolutely making some it's art like it. it's like in friends when phoebe is making art out of mannequins or it's like paintings yes. with mannequin parts sticking out of them <laughs> yes oh my god <laughs> just as like chaotic and weird and a little unsettling (laughs) sorry go on angel oh well just in case this uh secret uh secret doors hidden under uh not only mundane means but uh mystical ones i'm gonna go ahead and uh let me let me let me check real quick they so alaric moves his arms around for a bit and kind of brings almost like wafting odors to them and then puts both you know fingers on their temple and close them when they open them they they're dark and swirly but also kind of with uh like nebula nebula theme background as they're piercing not just the mundane but reaching out with their magical senses with their technomantic senses so i'm casting detect magique which is a 60-foot cone emanation. 60 feet, you say? I was going to ask how long this bridge is. (laughs) (laughs) 60 feet, you say? Hang on, let me check how long this bridge is. (laughs) And I'll just give give scan. Scan around. See if there's some magic. Okay, so the bridge is about 100 feet long. So you're not... Oh, okay. Then I'll just, uh, yeah, you're I'll not, just, you're, you can scan, you can scan up to about halfway down the bridge if right, you're standing I'll, right at the edge of it. Then as we're going forward, well, when we, we go forward, I'll probably be maybe 10 feet behind Ballad and I'll just continue. I could keep it up for one minute just with concentration. So as we go forward, I'll, I'll, I'll be scanning. Okay. All right. So all four of you are making your way down the bridge. We've finally gotten to the part where you're walking, right? I'm yeah, yeah. I'm going to stand behind everyone with my gun out. I have a tactical semi-auto pistol, 
and I'm going right. to be pointing it at at them. So it's kind of looks like I'm, you know, taking a right. hostage. Well, since uh, since Ballad um, brought it up, how are the rest well, of you arranged? Order, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's uh, what's 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 our marching order here? Ballad's bringing up the rear, posing as Charity Mark Four. So let's see here. Okay, I was picturing Ballad up front. So if they're in the rear. I'd be right in front of Ballad. Then I yeah. Then I guess okay. And so Captain, you're you're in front of Ballad. Yeah. I'll I'll be all- to your left hand side then. I'll I'll be matching pace with the captain, just uh, maybe ten feet to your left. And I'll be Sarah. Uh, Saren will be Friday's right hand rock. Hands nice. on the back of your head, Saren. I just want to let you know you're my rock. <laughs> Saren rolls your eyes so hard. <laughs> Um, okay. Um, all right. Be, weapons out, everyone. Just to be, just in case. No. Remember, we're we're being brought in as as possible. Oh. Uh, but however, Saren and Fanny, because you guys use guns, right? Yes, Captain. Yeah. Uh, I cast venomous weapon on both of your uh, weapons, and that will last mm. for uh, what am I, what level am I? Oh wait, think, we're probably gonna do. Well, we might. I don't know that. We might. I don't know what we're gonna be dealing with. So that will last for four minutes, just so you know. Cool. Do, does that affect energy weapons? Because I know last time we had some question about since you were casting a thing on on an energy weapon. It says specifically, oh yeah, because your weapon was energy, wasn't it? It wasn't like a yeah. bullet. I'm talking like a bullet gun. Um, That's me. I got my semi-auto uh, pistol. Uh, where are my spells again? Uh, shit. Oh, they're down here. Um, yeah, I, I probably didn't bring anything besides the the cylindrical lens pistol with me. Uh, if a weapon, if a weapon deals bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing damage, so it. Do we, do we, I suppose could you cast it on? Could you cast it on Saren's crystal lance? But I guess she would need that protruded, wouldn't she? And also, if you're not going to use it, because it's a high-level spell for me, I don't want to use it unless it's the weapon you're going to use. Jess, does your weapon do bludgeoning, piercing, slashing damage? Uh, my solar weapon? Yeah. Okay, then I'll cast it on your weapon and on, on uh, Fanny's weapon. So Tight. Love that. Okay, so remind me just one more, just one more time, just real quick, just just one more time for your galactic mistress. <laughs> uh, we got Ballad in the back, and the three of you are walking abreast. Is that what I heard? Or yeah, it looks yeah, like we're all, doing like a T formation. Yeah, all about ten <laughs> feet away from each other. You you don't have that kind of room. You got about you've got about twenty feet of room to work with with what? Okay, then maximizing the space we can maximize from each other. So we, if somebody decides to hit, maybe we should do like a middle? diamond. Sh- Maybe we should do a diamond shape then in case uh, it's well, then Friday's in the middle um, with Alaric on the left and Saren on the right. Tight. Tight. All right. And then we've got Ballad about how far behind them are you? Uh, Not too far, like five, ten feet. Five feet behind? Yeah, I'm going to say five feet. Okay. We've got our marching order. So. You have what looks an awful lot like Charity Mark IV with her gun pointed at the backs of three figures walking down this stormy bridge. A little apart, but for the most part walking three abreast. 
And I want the three in front to make me a will save. Ah, frick. I rolled a 14 on the die for a 15 total. Friday rolled a seven. Ooh, I got oh. a total of 17. I need my hat back. <laughs> you do need your hat back, <laughs> sir. The rolls are in the hat. <laughs> so you're walking down the bridge. You've gone about, oh, you've gone about 45 feet or so down this bridge. And Rolora, you do notice something's kind of pinging off oh. of your detect magic as you uh, are walking down the bridge. You're not quite close enough to figure out exactly what it is, but the but the boulder the boulder formation that Ballad noticed back on the shore, it has it has just that subtle glimmer of something that has been enchanted. Oh. You don't have a lot of time to ponder this because you and Saren also notice something else. Right as you kind of get up to about 45 feet on the bridge, you notice that the bridge isn't actually there. (gasps) It's a 20-foot drop down to the water. (gasps) Oh, no. You and Saren manage to catch yourselves just in time. Arms windmilling. Oh, snap. Captain Friday, however... It's so on guard. He's so focused. He's trying to be the leader and account for every possible situation. And he just doesn't pick up on it until it's too late. And he goes plunging down (gasps) into the wide open mouth of a hollow fang. And I think that's a really fun place to just leave this episode good. for now. What the fuck? Oh, no. Oh, snap. <laughs> Far Beyond the Stars is a fantastic world's production. Thank Crap. you so much for listening to the show. In the meantime, if you can't get enough of us, we also produce a second show, the Fantastic Worlds podcast based on the Reign of Winter adventure path for Pathfinder 1E. We also recommend connecting with our fantastic community on Discord and Reddit or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We've got links to all of that good stuff on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. Also through our website or through fantasticworlds.cash, you can sign up for our Patreon. Please, oh please, dear God, sign up for our Patreon. We (laughs) sure do need the cash to continue making all of our wonderful shows. Uh... And we'd really appreciate the support. In exchange for that support, you get uh, continued access to our shows. Our shows are able to remain uh, free for the public with a little support. And you can also get behind-the-scenes content for all of them, uh, as well as our undying gratitude. I am Abby, your galactic mistress, and you can find me on Bonanza Famine. You can find me at Bonanza Famine on Instagram or Twitter, gloating just a little bit that I finally pulled one over on one of you. (laughs) (laughs) This is Heidi playing Saren Caceres, the windmilling space rock. You can find me on Twitter at Famahillion or on on Discord at Heidelon, hashtag 5836. 
This is Angel. I can be reached at Espinoza916 on all of the Facebook, Insta, Twitter. I think they're all the same. Yeah, I think they're all the same. All the same. Espinoza916. Y'all can find me. Y'alls. This is your, I guess, soon-to-be-eaten Friday Francisco, a.k.a. Dustin Alexander. Uh, You can reach me at Dustin Alexander on the social medias. And Abby has finally gotten revenge. (laughs) Huh. For the trap I set for her character on <laughs> oh my Fantastic God. World four I years want ago. Revenge. Finally got you. <laughs> Log revenge it's has been, been a long con. It's been my dream. After it's we record like next episode, years. I quit. <laughs> Actually, it's been like four years. <laughs> Never forget. This is Jess, who, you know, we'll see what happens next episode. Let's just never let us forget that Jess is, not Jess, Ballad is an action movie hero. Wink. And Ballad has my hat. (laughs) And Ballad has the hat. So, uh, you know, you can find me at Hank the Clank. Oh, is it me? Am I done? Are we done with the... I was sorry. I was basking. I was basking. I was enjoying my moment. Enjoying her victory. I was enjoying my victory. Um, Because it, it goes Heidi Angel, Jess Dustin. Dustin, did you go? Yeah. No, I accidentally... I thought okay, Jess great. went and I went. I was 100% daydreaming about how the next episode is going to go. Um, if you enjoy our show... Please, 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 please do us a favor. Uh, Tell your friends and family to enjoy the show as well, because they will, because it's great. And we'll see you next time, Far Beyond the Stars. Pew, pew. Chomp, chomp. Chomp, chomp. Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Path, Fly Free or Die, is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2020. All Paizo content is used with permission. I just saw your comment. Um, I almost, I, uh, I almost said that. Not, not gonna, not gonna lie. I almost, I almost said, what do you see with your Android eyes? What do your Android eyes see? I can't help it. Every time I think about it, I'm like, man, what a microaggression. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) What a a weird thing to say, Aragorn. (laughs) You could just say, hey, man, what you see? What what do you see? (laughs) (laughs) True story. Jask Biscask asked for a flask of... A flask from a cask of your ass. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> of a tarask? I don't know. I don't, I, nope. You, nope, that was a bridge too far. <laughs>